0: Where we're going, we don't need roads. Let me tell you my story, man.
1: I'm strong, show up, beautiful. I'm John. You talk. Give me two.
0: why, well, we're going to head into our review of Get Out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to go into it. And um, I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you a little bit about the film first. Mm-hmm. Right? So, <clears throat> Get Out. It's time for a young African-American to meet with his white girlfriend's parents for a weekend in their secluded estate in the woods. But before long, the friendly and polite ambience will give way to a nightmare. Now this film stars, uh, let me see, Daniel Kaluuya, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Um, Alison Williams, Catherine Keener who's a favourite of mine, uh, Bradley Whitford who's a favourite of mine from uh, West Wing and uh, Caleb Lauder jones and I also want to mention uh, Marcus Henderson because he's quite funny as well um, as the waiter. You've seen this now, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Right. This film is nominated for two Golden Globes. It's got best motion motion picture uh, for musical, a, or musical or comedy musical comedy. I know. Uh, this
1: is the same category that they did something similar a few years ago with another another film that didn't really fit.
0: Yeah, I think because you laugh once in this, they're like, you know what? Let's just put it over. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Also, it's the for, foreign press, so they've got a weird sense of humour. Mm. So this mm. is like an outright comedy for them, mm. right?
1: And best actor as well.
0: <clears throat> and I mean, then I'm the sure. best actor is the second, yeah. Mm. So, uh, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do- delve right in. I knew nothing of this film when it first came out, which is why I only saw it last week, because people kept pestering me with, have you seen Get Out? And I hadn't. I mean, had anyone mentioned it to you? Besides me. Mm-hmm. Had anyone mentioned it to you?
1: Oh, Get Out? Um, Yeah. Right. As, in, as he mentioned to, would I, to yeah to watch it wanted me to see it.
0: Were they going, Tony? This is for you. You should watch
1: it. No, but the, you know, I had a few friends that were like, "This it's great. You should see it."
0: That's it. That's a really good review from your friends. And we're done. Um, <laughs> just,
1: okay, let's just get straight into it and not build this up because <laughs> I want to. I'm actually interested in
0: knowing. Are we going? Are you going spoilers straight away? No. No. Right. Okay. So spoil no spoilers anything. for now. We'll I wait. just
1: want to know what you thought. Don't be too long with it. Just tell me in like, <laughs> honestly, just, just in the paragraph Yeah, okay. what you thought. Because we haven't spoken about this and so I deliberately did not want to talk to you about it. I wanted no, to no, get it's fine. It's fine.
0: It. My, my reviews, just so you know, tend to have a little bit of things around the outside and you'll see what I mean in a second. So what I thought about it, what I thought was, um, I thought it was going to be uh, a completely outright horror because of the uh, poster. I really felt like it was, um, like he had very bug eyes in that poster and he was like screaming at me. Like, he, you know, he was, he was asking me to help him out of that DVD. He was so scared. So I took that as, oh, this is a horror. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not really into it. But then people kept saying, you've got to watch it, got to watch it. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's the year of horror being uh, it and, and all those other R-rated sort of things coming out. Anyway, watched it finally. Um, what I didn't realise that the director of this is actually from a comedic background. Right, and once I saw the name come up, I thought, "Oh, I know that name." Um, this guy as this um, is longer than one paragraph. No, I oh no, I can't help it. I can't help it. You see why the, the podcast go on forever. <laughs> uh, um, so this guy, Jordan Peel, he's been involved in a lot of other things, but the, one, one of the main reasons that I never wanted to get into him is because he was part of Key and Peel TV series. And I tried to watch that once, and I just thought, "Oh, this is one of those really stupid comedy things. That's too young for me. I don't get it." So I kind of dismissed this guy off right off the bat, and I have never sort of seen him in other things to for him to get gainer any garner any respect with me. Um, but then, but then all of a sudden, you know, he pops up in things like Keanu, which is really good, and. Um, he lends his voice to a few other sort of kids things which I saw his name pop up with. Jordan Peele is a great director. That's all i got to say with him as a director. Not knowing this guy until the end, and I thought, I've got to... I know this guy's independent. That's as far as I was aware. And it was Blumhouse. So Blumhouse, uh, they, you know, they pump out some really good... Horror and low you know, budget, low budget, high return.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And
0: they do that with Saw really That's well their now. Business model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I knew that it was someone. I just thought it was going to be like a f- real first time director, like someone not really from the industry, and uh, and whatnot. It turns out it's this guy who is part of the industry, but really this is one of his first films directing, and automatically he's come into my life as someone I can't wait to see his next film. The film itself, I loved it. And that's the easiest way to put it I, I, It kept me on edge uh, For a lot of it It made me think about what was going on um, And I have to Yay. be yeah. <laughs> I was like ah, oh. I'm so glad Because
1: <laughs> there would have been like a knife fight If this was not going <laughs> to work out this way
0: I have to hold back as to what we can say because I don't want to give away anything until spoiler no, we're not time. No, but, but really,
1: what an accomplishment! Like oh, I, I, I feel like I wish I saw this at a cinema, and this is what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, like I wish I saw this at a cinema because like this feels like a cinema experience. This feels like a, a, an experience that you have with an audience. This, you know, where I can just imagine being in a chair with an audience around me in every moment and just waiting and waiting for yeah. this, like, and, and even the pops of comedy and, you know, the drama and, and the thriller. And it's just, oh, Do you know, what you wanted? have you ever film. been
0: into a cinema in the States? No, I, I've talked, I spoke about this once before on the podcast, but remember. it's the, it's the best experience, mm, mm, honestly, mm. because they just really get into their films when it's a packed cinema for, you know, first week or whatnot. And this is a film that I would have loved to have seen in an American cinema. Um, and, you know, did you know that like in April or May, this was the second biggest R-rated film of all time, Exorcist mm. being number one. No. Knocked off by it, unfortunately. So <laughs> now it's the third biggest <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I mean, Jason wouldn't have got that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even though it, it, it did all this stuff, I still wouldn't pay it any mm. sort of time. Mm. And then as soon as I saw it, I thought, what was I doing? Why mm. didn't I see this film mm. sooner? What's
1: wrong with you? What was wrong with you? Yeah. Like you're watching it and every single moment is like squeezed out and you're just sitting there on the edge. And I was literally biting. I'm a nail biter, right? Yeah. More so during this film. Like I was literally biting. When I was, and I wasn't looking, like I was saying, like I wasn't looking at my phone. I was, I was, I was not distracted. I was in the moment. Yeah. And you don't get that now. Like you don't... Films... They don't capture you like this.
0: No, you're right, yeah. Uh, And uh, this quickly went into my top 10 of the year, uh, which if you listen to the Mm. podcast that's just released, um, you'll hear that it's squeezed in because I had to. It was was too good not to give it that sort of um, Mm. time. Uh, Now, I I feel that we should probably head into spoiler territory so we can talk freely about this. But first, for the people that don't or haven't seen it, um, how would you rate this in terms of the two drunk guys' ratings?
1: I would see it at a cinema, yeah, okay. I would see it at a cinema without a doubt, without a doubt. it's probably too late for that now, right, so I would see it in that case with a surround set up with a group of people, if you can, if you can, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and just and really experience it in that way
0: okay and i'm going I'm going to agree with you, I think that uh, I would see, definitely see it at the cinema, but you know certainly if you're at a place where you don't have a chance to do that anymore. Great, grab it on Blu-ray. You mm. Get into a quiet space with some. Well, I say quiet space. Get into a space with some friends, mm. yeah, and and definitely watch that because you want people around you who haven't seen this film before, uh, and definitely people who haven't seen the film before. I think you don't want someone sitting mm. there going, "Oh man, watch this part." Mm. God, I
1: hate those people. Oh, who, are those, who are those people? Yeah, like?
0: they're second worst to oh. people who try and grab my popcorn. <laughs> 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 Is that Jason? Is that a Jason? Uh, no, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's had the look. But uh, we're going go to go into spoiler territory now. Here you go the sirens. That
1: will be the loud sirens.
0: Spoiler territory, yeah. <laughs> the neighbours are running in. Are you okay? Oh, my God, please. <laughs> uh, so this is great because to talk about this film is quite difficult because the best parts about it are when you talk about, like, you know, it's sort of squeezing every moment out of you. I loved, I loved Catherine Keener. Oh, she's uh, so good. But uh, also, you know, as I said, Bradley uh, Whitfield, even though he he's played the, the husband. He's right? the husband. Mm, and even though he too. played a really straight role, mm. there was something about that straight role where you're like, man, even before you knew something was going mm. off, mm. you're just not right.
1: What what roles for these actors? Do you know? Like you, you're you're playing oh God, you're almost playing two you're playing two characters. Three. Oh yeah. Do you know Continuously and It's like yeah. Giving away certain things at, at certain points Where you question You question You question Alison like,
0: Williams oh, At that like crazy. So she plays The girlfriends Of, of mm. the main character So this is Alison
1: Williams From Girls The TV yeah, series Yeah oh
0: right Yeah, yeah okay I've, I haven't seen Girls So mm. I haven't really Looked her up But she plays Rose Armitage And uh, she's the girlfriend Of Chris Washington And uh you know, so Chris goes to the family home to meet the parents for the first time, interracial relationship, and he walks in.
1: But even before he walks in, they're on a road trip, obviously, to the Armitage house to oh, her, yeah, yeah, to her yeah. parents, gets stopped by a policeman, you oh, know, that's right, after, yeah. they, after they hit an animal um, yeah. on the road. And, you know, um, Alison's character is driving, you know. what forgot
0: about the hitting the animal. Yeah, Alison's yeah, 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 yeah. character is
1: driving and she, was it? Did you just open a beer, Sean? Sure. <laughs> thank
0: <laughs> Is that you. Thank what I you. Heard? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so uh, <laughs> she, anyway, she she hits a deer <coughs> on the drive up, and the police are there, and they say, you know, next time, you know, call the wildlife, whatever, not us. You know, she's got her ID, gives it back, and the policeman asks for his ID. That's and right. Alison yeah. challenges him and says, yeah. "You know
0: uh, why?" Yeah, why? It's a really good uh, um, comment, I guess, on society of not asking for one person and asking. Uh, but there's the a
1: other. there's a whole thing we'll talk about in a second about the social commentary of this whole film that has a different level. But have you seen
0: that Higher would... Learning? Mm, it's no. a, a, a film late '90s, Ice Cube, um, I've heard Michael of it. I've Rappaport. It. and it's it's a university setting, mm. and just the ID part sparks a memory in me from when uh, campus security drive past the Ice Cube, and they're like, you know. Hey, you! Show me your ID. he's walking past with lots of other white people and things like that, mm. and but Ice Cube being the gangster that he is, he looks at him and he goes, "You show me your
1: ID." We're going to talk about this commentary in a second, okay. but but you know, there's this scene in, in Allison's character. What's her name again in this film?
0: Uh, Rose Armitage. Rose, Rose
1: challenges the policeman. So you know, she's you know, and and during this whole build up to Chris, Chris is that his name, the character? Yeah, yeah. meeting the family. She is apologetic about her family, saying, I'm so sorry, they're dorks, but they're really pro Obama. <laughs> they voting <laughs> in a third term if they could, <laughs> you know, all this sort of stuff. They do really well with that stuff because you're like,
0: that's kind of how my, my parents would be, I think, you know, uh, being really awkward around but this. But you're thing. on
1: her side, you're on their side in yeah. this whole time. You go, oh, I see it, I see it. He, so he arrives. At this house, and they're being dags, you know, like yeah, they're yeah. trying to be cool, and the dads being like, you know, he says certain words that are sort of like, mm, it's not really dad, but he's trying to be cool in front of Chris," you know. And they have these exchanges that, over time, over the film, become stranger and stranger yeah. and stranger. What well, is that
0: party, right? Like where they invite all of their friends, and because um, I'm glad we're in spoiler territory. Um, mm. But you know, so they've got all of their friends around, and each sort of couple that comes up to them, usually an older um couple you know someone over i would say older definitely 50 plus and they would be saying certain things uh one guy i remember was always grabbing the bicep of chris in this film and going oh mm, yes you're a strong man and all that sort of stuff and um uh, and others others who were like, oh, man, you're so cool. And, and you're just like, you guys are so weird. It's so weird. It Why should be so said weird? before we continue, like
1: <laughs> the character of Chris, he's a photographer and yeah. he's quite a well-known photographer, yeah. you know, and, um, and you know, he carries his camera around with him yeah. where he goes um, to capture these images. I know what that's like. What was that? <laughs> was, what that like? was it a beer burp? That was. was <laughs> um, <laughs> I know what that's like. And 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 so, you know, I, so uh, I guess... Th- did you, did you pick up on any of the, the sort of racial nuances of this oh, in man. terms of the social commentary on... No,
0: completely. Mm. The whole, this is what I really liked about it, you know, and uh, I, this is what I like about Peel as a director was the way that he was able to insert all of this without being so too overt... Too you're
1: it. heavy-handed. Yeah. 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 Although
0: yeah. I mean, look, I, I feel it was fairly obvious, but there are a lot of people that watch these and it will just gloss over. They'll gloss over. No, but
1: this is the this is the thing, and this is interesting. Uh, there are certain things where you think it's fairly obvious, and you're like, I think I know where it's going, but even though you do, it's so rewarding. Do you know? Like, you still oh, completely feel like, and this is the whole thing. There's certain tropes they use, like horror tropes they use. To good effect and they classical yeah. horror tropes. You know, the slow pushing of the camera and then they turn the camera around to reveal something. You know, yeah. like... And they yeah. all do that. But there's Sounds,
0: other... they used audio really well. I uh, love the teacup.
1: Yeah, yeah, audio really well. But but also... But you could also say audio used in a generic way that they use in horror. Like, you know, and, uh, and sound and, and music. But the concept is so fresh and the layers of meaning behind it are so deep, you know, that you're... Oh, you're so, you're constantly thinking, you're constantly wondering, you know, and this is the thing, like, and even though these tropes that are conventional are used, like, the world is so u- unique and the characters are so unique that you are so absorbed in it and you can't help but, but be pulled in. You can't, you can't. There's, yeah. Like, I, I, I dare anyone to watch it and not be absorbed. Like, there's, something's wrong with you. If if you honestly if you don't connect with this, if you don't connect with this on any level, on a visceral sure. level, on an emotional level, on anything like this, this will grab you on on any of those levels.
0: But there are some people out there that don't like to feel that eek of something. You know what I mean? Like they don't like to be squeezed from inside while they're watching something or bite their nails, and and they're the only people I would say that wouldn't quite get this because this is it's not a, a, a horror as such. Yeah, I believe it's a psychological horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is probably the best way to put it because, you know, it's not gross or gruesome or anything like that. But man, does it really um, stab at your heart. Um,
1: and we see that you know, the, I mentioned earlier that he's a photographer and yeah. he uses and they use it to good effect. Like the idea of him scoping out the scenery and he scopes out. He sees certain things. You know, he looks into a window and sees the strange, you know, a woman who's an yeah. African American ser- servant. You know, for yeah. the family. Um, And there's something weird about her. There's something weird about the gardener. There's something weird about, you know, and is observing these moments. And I guess what I find interesting here is that the camera we see traditionally in horror films, like in Saw, you know, the idea of surveillance, you know, the idea of being watched, the idea of using these cameras is is used in a different way in this film. Yeah. You know, and particularly at the end, and this is spoiler territory, We can say this, but the blind family member, yeah. Who's weird? Who's an art? De- there's a character who's an art dealer who's a blind yeah. uh, art dealer who knows of his work, who knows of his, yeah. f- his photographic work, yeah. and as this film's unraveling and you're sort of figuring out like what's going on, you know, like I love this idea, this notion of this man wanting, and we're going to talk about what we mean in this in a moment,
0: yeah.
1: but stealing this man's vision, you know, yeah. and using that vision for his own gain, you his know, gain, yeah. who sees himself as an artist as well, but never had this, had, you know, never had the, the vision of this Chris character, you know, sure. like he really respected his work and respected his eyes as an artist. Yeah. He never had and this. now he's got the chance. And now he's got the chance to see through his eyes. His eyes right. Yeah. And this is the thing we'll, we'll talk about this in a second about what this means, but also the layers that we're talking about of the, of the cultural and sociological stuff underneath that in yeah. terms of what does that mean in seeing through the black African-American experience? Yeah. Do you know what does that mean in seeing through that lens? Like this man, is, he's wanting his eyes, but what does that, there's so many layers to this. Well, well, well
0: there's, there's the other guy who wanted to be cool, right? And mm. the way that he felt he could be cool is trying to get again into the, the eyes, using the eyes, using the body of somebody who, in his mind, black people are cool. That's what he was he was talking about. And yeah, so whether you're an artist, like everyone had something that they wanted from Chris, and that's what I picked it up pretty early. And that's yeah. not a, like a brag. That's just, it's nothing like that. Mm. It just, it, I mean, it just occurred to me. Oh, this is what's happening. Um, but almost. Why, but why black African American people? Why? Why? Yeah, right. Because
1: what they do is they every. What we discover is that every single. Person they target Yeah um, and, and, and I guess to explain I'm sure a lot of you At the sport Territory Would have seen this already But yeah. you know With Alison's character um, sh- Every single person She brings back to the house As the victim Has been a black African American man Yeah You know yeah, um, That and was really the, interesting But there's a whole Other idea of The black male Physicality And, and the way they Sort of Use that and there's, there's so many things We can talk about here yeah. But we're we'll going to get into but, but you know Why Why For the, sure yeah, that,
0: that? I, didn't, yeah, I didn't get that revelation until the end with everybody else mm. um, and I, that was really interesting And even though I picked up early on that sort of top layer of what was going on it didn't ruin any part of that film it didn't ruin any part oh. of it. I, it, it just everything was so enjoyable as it unraveled the whole time and one of the, the biggest things that I loved um, watching was what I'm, I'm going to call the breaking point where the, the other servants the other people who are in a similar um, prediction they are about to break they're about to come through they're about to come back from the unknown and there's a tear in the eye there's a knowing how good is it acting when they've got a certain look and then all of a sudden there's just this knowing from the actor
1: look her up what is she yeah i'll look her up for you they're all fantastic but there's a moment in this film where she's with chris and she has this She's about, she's breaking through and you can see her coming through and she's smiling and she's crying and she's got all these emotions going on in that one moment. I'm like, you are, as an actress, brilliant. You are brilliant. As an actor, you're brilliant. Like, and this is what I love about this film. It's so layered, you know, it's so layered. Oh my God,
0: I know where I know her from because I knew I'd seen her in something, right? Mm. So her name is um, Betty Gabriel. Right? I mean, I don't think it stands out as a, as a celebrity name mm. or no name. You look at her face, though, like you're like, oh, I've seen you in some things um, from Chicago. Uh, so one of the things that I've seen her in, which I, and I love the Purge films. I don't know if, if you've yeah. seen this, you know, but you having risen and things like that about segregation and, and, and sort of mm. the future and lots of stuff. The Purge, what I really like about it is that it's a future, and, you know, they allow people to go out. You know what the Purge is, right? No. Oh right. Me. Oh man. So they. This is the third one that she's in. But uh, basically, they allow people once a year, from sun down to sun up, to go out and murder anyone.
1: I have heard about this. Yes. It
0: is like. Yeah. The premise is kind of oh okay cool. It is the first one is so amazing because it's really built around one house and then they like any film they expand a little bit. But each one has been really good, and. Um, and again, it's a comment on society, like who, who wants to go and actually murder somebody, who doesn't and what, who they purge and so forth. Anyway, she's in that. And uh, yeah, if you haven't had a chance, watch the first um, Purge. Mm. I, I really do recommend mm. it as a really solid film.
1: She's great. They're all great. Yeah. But the other thing I want to say is the idea again of the use of the camera. And the camera flash. So there's a significance (laughs) around the flash that uh, when the flash goes off, you know, um, Mm. when they take a photo of these people.
0: Well, you mean like, yeah, as in like the actual camera he holds. Before we actually, hold on. Can, the we photography explain, camera. can we just
1: quickly briefly, go for ahead. those who want, yeah, yeah, want to hear a can, spoiler, yeah, yeah. can you explain to them what is actually going on? Because we, we're sort of skirting around it. So what, oh, is, what, okay, right, right. what are the so amateurs doing? Okay, what have the, they been doing?
0: I think the basics are uh, that Rose, being a girlfriend, she'll find somebody who is African-American. She'll bring them to her parents' house. The mother will hypnotize that particular person. Um, into becoming somewhat of a, a slave.
1: And she can control
0: at what point they become
1: almost paralysed.
0: Almost, Oh, paralysed, yeah. And what yeah. was
1: the word they used? They used a word like oh, around, no. there's a moment where she gets them to a state where they almost see themselves from the inside. Yeah, it's like a little almost doorway like a TV as they're falling down see. or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, I can't remember the exact word, but, but they, they get into that category. Caligula?
1: There's something, there's a word of Caligula that was used. Like but
0: they get into a catatonic mm. state, right? Where they can't do anything. They're paralyzed, they like They can said. see it, but they can't react. Yeah. And uh, so then the whole parties are generally about inviting all these people over who are kind of... Do you want to go there? No, I'll stop there.
1: No, sorry, continue.
0: All right. So they've got the parties where they invite all these people over to almost shop the merchandise um, without Chris being the merchandise, knowing about it, uh, and what you think at the and time, Rose, you, not you knowing about they're it. They're just
1: family. They're family coming over, coming over, you know, yeah. to have lunch and, and to catch up and this yeah. sort of thing. And they're all, you know, it's it's presented to you as, as, as really normal, even and though it's weird. They, then be, they get but, auctioned off? Then, this is where I want to stop you. Okay. Slowly, you're one. You're at this party and things are weird. You know, uh, Chris comes across all these characters that, you, you know, he comes across the gardener. He comes across this other, other black African-American man who he's... Familiar to him He's like I know you from somewhere But I'm not sure yeah. But he acts really strangely he, he acts in this way That's really Not in his character yeah. You know Like good afternoon You know It's like this <laughs> yeah. Really It's, it's not yeah, him it at all It should be some like, sort of Street gangster this is, type Yeah this is weird yeah. You know and, and then You know As this part is going on There's this moment where You know He walks up the stairs And they're all chatting Ha 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 And then we see As an audience Like you know He leaves the frame And the crowd inside Go quiet And listen yeah, and at that point I was like, "That Fuck, was great. That was a great, oh, yes. yeah." At that moment I was like, moment. "No, you know." And at that moment I was like, "Alison's character has to be on this. Like, she has to. Yeah, there she has, has to be something yeah, yeah. weird going on here, you know." And so that's where you can pick up to the auction. Yeah, <laughs> so they
0: have so they have an auction where they auction off who is going to get Chris, and you don't know sort of. How like, It's a but, silent auction. At, at it's this a point, silent auction. Oh, that's right. It's a silent auction. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. So at this point, I'm actually thinking, oh, they're just going to hypnotize him and she'll continue to hypnotize him and that's the way it works. What I didn't realize is that um, the, the father, Bradley Whitfield, who is a neurosurgeon, actually has some, you know, futuristic technique kind of like face-off was futuristic at the time, uh, where he can take out a part of a brain of Chris and put in part of the brain of whoever wins him. Um, And therefore, the person who won him will now be in the body and see through the eyes of Chris and become Chris. Yet the
1: host body can still witness everything but from the background. So they cannot control anything. They're almost viewing their lives through this little tiny window and they can't control anything. However... What Chris discovered during yeah. this event is that when he tried to take a sneaky photo of this this other guy that he recognized, yeah, the flash went off, and this particular flash took this character out of this trance, and he ran up to Chris in this moment and said, "Get out!" You know where the oh the, the, yeah, uh, gonna, yeah and you know for a moment <laughs> like this moment I was like oh my god, but oh my for god, a moment yeah. you're just like oh my god what the fuck. You know, and, yeah. and they took it, they ushered him away. Like he was, he had this, you know, his nose was bleeding and he had this episode yeah. and they're trying to sell it off as this, you know, he had this fit or whatever. He's had a fit. He's yeah, fine yeah. now, but, you know, they're fit. But then, you know, he had this one particular photo and he realised that, you know, in this flash, in this moment, this character could be taken out of this of this trance, you yeah, know, trance, just for yeah, this yeah. moment. And this, again, brings me back to this whole idea of this sociological, political aspect of sure, it all. Yeah which I kind of love about this film, is that, you know, this idea of the camera and this idea of photography and this idea of capturing images reminds me of things like, you know, uh, uh, the African, uh, black African-American experience with police, for example, you know? So them taking photographs and video evidence of police misconduct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? And, 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 And the camera being a really crucial part, improving their innocence, yeah. you know, and proving the fact that the police are fucked, you yeah, know, in yeah, these right. instances. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love the fact... I that guess d- especially in the US, right? Oh, totally. Absolutely. And then the fact that they brought this element in to this mm. film, you know, like... And, and, and this is why I say, like, the trope of using the camera and surveillance and this sort of thing in horror has been done before, and we've seen it, but has taken on a whole new meaning in Get Out. Yeah. Hasn't it? You know, like... Oh,
0: no, completely. You uh, Like, this is a... Uh, I think Jason's seen it twice and he said the second watch was just brilliant. So this is something that I really want to get back to and watch again because these are levels that you're talking about. Some of them I didn't didn't get all of those, right? So I'd like to watch it again thinking about that and there's some ma- yeah. there's so many more
1: levels. Like you you this is this is like the tip of the iceberg, you know, like you could watch a film a second time and look at all the Narrative moments and say, I can see Alton's character here is like, you know, whatever, or this or this. But there's so many, there's so much political commentary around this and social commentary that you, you know, like,
0: oh, yeah. fantastic. Do you fantastic. know what? Like, just while you're talking, and you know, of course I'm listening, but uh, Are you really? Daniel, <laughs> uh, you know, the character that plays Chris, Daniel Kaluuya. he's Black Panther. He really, I didn't know that. That's great. Mm. Um, but Here's a little thing, and you never know, like this, this could be just, you know, crap. But apparently he was given the lead role um, during uh, because he nailed his audition. Because he asked, uh, Jordan Peele asked um, Kaluuya to, to cry in five key scenes. And apparently it was so perfect that a single tear came down each time. And that's all he wanted. He didn't want over-the-top crying. You know, like, this is me talking now. He didn't want over the top crying, mm, right? Mm. He just wanted that, like we said, that breaking point mm. that the people have mm. where you're sitting there with your eyes open, you're falling back into that nothingness and you just want to have that, because that one tear really symbolizes that mm. you're really trying to get out, but you can't, your body can only force the one tear, but you're fighting. If, if you mm. had control, you would cry. Mm. Just cry, 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 tears, tears, tears. But you don't have control you're trying to fight for control. And that one tier to me symbolizes that. Mm. I love it. Yeah. There's so I feel like we're not doing it justice. Like, you, like this needs <laughs> to be
1: like, honestly, like,
0: and I think we're going to have a public s- viewing of this uh, show. <laughs> we're going to talk about it after everyone to join us. But, I, but you know, like there's, this,
1: there's, you know, for a while I've been in this stage where like, I've watched some films recently that aren't fantastic. And you, when you get to something like this, you can really appreciate it. And you're in the moment and you, even in the moment you're thinking, I love this yeah. Like and I don't want this to end I, I want to keep feeling this I want to feel this I want to keep feeling it. Because It's art Like he's, this is an artistry In what he's done This filmmaker and what Jordan has done Yeah That is really commendable Like Yeah And And on a side note Like I, I noticed the name For the DOP The cinematographer Toby Oliver Right That came up He's Australian Oh, right. Who did Wolf Creek 2. He did Beneath Hill 60. He's done lots of shorts. Oh, Beneath Hill 60. He did Looking Fella Brandy. He shot Looking Fella Brandy, like, back in the day, which is an Australian film. Yeah. Um. So,
0: you know we're going to talk about Australian films later yeah we will we're about to That's go into <laughs> there you go um, but, um,
1: but are we tying it up now because yeah. I think
0: yeah I think we'll tie, we'll tie it up I know we can't do this film justice
1: oh, right it's not I just want I, can, I feel like I want to invite everyone over I know and I talk know. about it like because I want to talk about it forever and we could like, we really could, could, like
0: honestly there's so much to this movie oh, uh, so good and, like, and it's great to see that you're passionate about this as well because it's nice when we agree on a film yeah. it's not often that we always agree on a film so it's nice to see that we are both on here like I, I love this film
1: but the thing is, what's interesting is is that it uses you know it uses some classical horror tropes like and we and we see it, but it's done to such good effect and in such a different yeah. way that it's brought this whole new life into this genre.
0: And do you know what? Wrapping it's
1: intelligent up- horror. It's intelligent horror, yeah. like the Babadook is intelligent. Yeah, sure. it's intelligent horror.
0: Yeah, wrapping up a film like this where you're doing so well, you know, low budget, is actually quite difficult. Um, because you, you kind of don't want it to end, uh, but you need it to end. And I think he did a really good job with that. Mm. Like, you know, there are so many options for him to do. But I think that he did it nice and swiftly and uh, with justice to the characters. Very good ending.
1: Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's satisfying. Yeah. You know, because again, at the end, it keep it takes into a moment where you think, what? And then it's like, oh, no. But then you're still wondering, but what if she grabs the... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I to say that but you know like there's there's moments you know but it ends beautifully and it ends when it needs to end yeah it know? does and I do wonder you're like what's gonna happen Is she yeah it <laughs> could you have yeah. questions but you know they're not questions that you are infuriated that you don't have the answer like they're questions that you go you know what that was amazing I yeah, <laughs> I'll
0: leave it up to myself to think about this because you do you, you want it, you think about this film a lot as or just watch as it again so you have just watch it again yeah <laughs> you know uh, and I will definitely uh, all right. That was our review of uh, Get Out. You heard earlier that uh, both of us agree that you need to get out to the cinema and see this. Now we know that it's obviously past a lot of the cinema dates, but that is our review. Like that's how good it is that you need to try and get it at the cinema. If you can't,
1: <laughs> you can. You can do fan force. You know how that, that, that <laughs> whole thing set up where you can get things into the cinema. But I don't. Oh, know but you know, that. it has been released already, so it's probably yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. That you can't. But you know, it definitely get it. Watch it. In the
0: best setup you can. You yeah, know, yeah. and it gets you some you friends can. who haven't seen it around, Ugh. right? Yeah. That's where to. we're going with that. Also, wait, wait, wait. You forgot Shane A. Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and
1: all around nice guy. He's our in house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and
0: Insta at movie underscore analyst.